millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, January 5th, 2024. That's right. We're in the future now. Uh, This week, David Copperfield wants to make the Epstein list disappear. And what is cyber kidnapping? And Gypsy Rose is free. All this and more. Uh, uh, stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Author Renner. James Renner. That James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner's once again drops a bombshell. Investigative journalist reporter James Renner, who's been James on the podcast a long time. And welcome back to True Crime This Week with me, your host, James Renner. Thanks for returning. It's a whole new year, whole new season, season four. Can you believe, can you believe that already? Not that we've been doing this four years. Season one was like, it started in October and it was over in November or December. Anyways, it sounds like we've been around longer than we have, but, uh, but anyways, here we are. And these are the top true crime stories that you're going to hear about in the coming weeks. You hear it, you, you always hear it here first, and then they become Netflix documentaries and things like that. But if you tune in every week to True Crime This Week, you're going to know what's up. You're going to know what's coming down the pike, in the world of true crime anyways. Uh, as always, I want to thank Walter for manning the cameras. Uh, Walter... Uh, it, you know, whose name was only listed like three or four times in the Epstein list. Uh, he's, he's back behind the camera. So thank you very much, Walter. And uh, <laughs> in other news, I have a new weekly true crime podcast coming out. It premieres January 23rd in just a couple weeks. What's it about? I don't know. It's a tease. I can't say right now. I don't want to be scooped. I think it's something new. Um, I might announce it next week or the week to come, but I'm going to talk about it pretty soon. It is uh, really fun to record, and uh, I can't wait to share it with you. So follow this uh, channel, follow me on social media to learn more. How's that for a ridiculous tease? But trust me, it's going to be fun. Let's get to the top stories already, all right? There's no doubt about What is the top true crime story this week? It is the release of files in the Jeffrey Epstein case. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein that is, as you likely know, was a shady New York 
financier who trafficked young women for his powerful friends, pimping them out from his New York home and his private island. Reporting by the Miami Herald led to his downfall several years ago. And then he was charged with sex trafficking in 2019 before he killed himself in jail while awaiting trial. Epstein was a business partner and money manager for a guy named Leslie Wexner, uh, owner of Victoria's Secret. Yes, that's right. The old guy from Ohio from that song that you've heard over and over and over again the last couple of years. Epstein's sometimes girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, is currently sitting in prison for her role in procuring underage girls for Epstein and his friends. Now, many people are reporting that this uh, release of this information this week is Epstein's client list, but that's not exactly what it is. Um, this is not a list from like Epstein's black book, but it's a list of names that came up in a civil defamation suit between Virginia Jufre uh, uh, and Ghislaine Maxwell. So um, some of these men have been on the island but or in his house in New York, but not all. And this is not a complete list of Epstein's super friends. But there are some new names and weird stories to be found within the documents that were released this week. The name that comes up the most is Prince Andrew, who by now deserves his own season of the crown. He's alleged to have had sex with Jufre when she was underage. You've seen that picture of him with his arm around her. In the court records, another young woman recounts how she was sitting on the prince's lap beside Jufre when the spare to the throne uh, fondled her breast. According to The Guardian, one of Epstein's victims previously testified that she had talked with Epstein about his friend, President Bill Clinton, and Epstein had said, quote, Clinton likes them young, end quote. The same woman also said that magician David Copperfield, now this is one of the, this probably, to me, the second most surprising name to pop up in these files. This woman says that magician David Copperfield had visited Epstein's home. Now, this one specifically rings true to me because I happen to know a guy who lost two of his dates to David Copperfield by taking them to his shows. What David Copperfield would do, allegedly, is um, kind of look for young women in the audience and then have his guys go up to them, invite them backstage, and then tell them the sob story about his life, and then that would lead to, like, other things. So he's, uh, uh, yeah, it does not surprise me to see his name in there. Um, but he is, you know, there's no crimes alleged to have occurred with David Copperfield other than him knowing Epstein enough to visit his home. Now, while there's not much about President Trump in these documents, his friendship with Epstein is well documented already. And Jufre, the woman at the center of this, who kind of busted it all open, she was employed at Mar-a-Lago prior to being trafficked by Epstein and Maxwell. That's where they found her, at Trump's place. The strangest story to come out of the release of these documents is an email exchange where Epstein is trying to refute a story being pushed by Jufre that alleged physicist Stephen Hawking had participated in an underage orgy in the Virgin Islands. I can't even wrap my head around that. Um, hopefully it's not true. Um, but this was Epstein trying to say that story was definitely not true. Um, Hawking had 
never been accused of a crime before he passed away a few years ago. Jufre has claimed she was pressured by Epstein to have sex with several powerful men other than Prince Andrew, including New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson and former U.S. Senator George Mitchell. Another name mentioned frequently in these reports, by the way, is a French modeling agent named Jean-Luc Brunel, who was charged with raping underage girls and was sitting in a Paris jail cell before he um, killed himself while awaiting trial. Now, I'm not one for conspiracy theories, uh, but the, that whole thing is, is, very, is very sus, as, as the kids say. Um, now, there are still two John Doe's that have not yet been revealed. They're trying to keep their names from being made public. It doesn't look like they're going to win, and we're likely to know who they are in the coming weeks. So follow that story. All right, next story. Here we go. Classes were back in session after New Year's this week. And in America, where we'd rather have fewer kids than fewer guns, that means another school shooting. Yesterday, 17-year-old Dylan Butler opened fire inside Perry High School in Indiana about 20 minutes before school was scheduled to start. One sixth grader was killed. Six more were shot and wounded. Dylan later died after turning his gun on himself, according to the Des Moines Register. Prior to the shootings, Butler posted a photo of himself on TikTok, which showed him inside a bathroom stall with a blue duffel bag by his feet. It was captioned, quote, now we wait. And uh, he used the song Stray Bullet by KMFDM, which was a song used by used on the personal website of Eric Harris, which who was one of the Columbine shooters, if you remember that case. After the shootings, police found and disposed of an explosive de device that Butler had brought to school. Butler uh, used a shotgun and a small handgun in the attacks. Several parents received frantic cell phone calls from the kids inside the building during the shootings. One of those who was shot and survived was the school principal. A vigil is planned for the community, which is standard procedure for these events, in lieu of any real progress on gun control. Last top story, and then we get to cold case updates after the break. you got to stick around because there's some doozies, including uh, Gypsy Rose getting out. Uh, here we go. It seems the bad guys have invented a brand new crime. It's called cyber kidnapping. I had not heard about this until today. Here's the story that brought it to light. A 17-year-old foreign exchange student from China named Kai Zhuang has reported, uh, was reported missing earlier this week in Utah. Now, thankfully, according to ABC News, Kai was found safe on January 1st. Police found him in a tent in the mountains near Provo. And the story they uncovered after finding him is pretty astounding. Police now believe Kai and his family were the targets of cyber kidnappers. Here's how it works. Cyber criminals allegedly reached out to Kai online and convinced him that his family back home in China was in imminent danger and they would be hurt if he didn't do exactly what they told him to do, which was to isolate himself and to send pictures back that made it look like Kai had been kidnapped. The criminals then sent those photos to Kai's family back in China and demanded they pay a ransom in exchange for his release. To them, it appeared that Kai had actually been kidnapped, so they paid. Eventually, the police were contacted and were able to locate Kai and reunite him with his host family here in America, 
he was quite cold and upset and asked for a cheeseburger on the way home. Um, so this is a brand new kind of crime here um, where the perpetrators remain anonymous through the whole thing. And if they're using VPNs, it's very hard to track them. This is a very um, disturbing new crime and probably will only get worse because soon with the advent of AI, uh, you're not going to need that first part where you have to convince the kid to go and isolate himself and take pictures and send them back. You'll be able to create those pictures, manufacture them, um, and they will be convincing. So new technology means new crimes, and uh, we're here to report on it, I guess. Um, so those are the top stories for the first week of 2024. Uh, but stay tuned. After the break, I want to talk to you about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Michael Skakel is back in the news. The Martha Moxley case will never die. And uh, you're going to want to hear about a serial killer's deathbed confession. All this and more. I'll be back in two and two. Please hang up and try again. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
burrow.com slash ACAST. And we're back with Anne of Green Gables, starring Megan Follows. So uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard was freed this week. She was released from prison in time to celebrate the new year, according to the Associated Press. Now, you'll remember Gypsy Rose Blanchard. She was the young uh, Missouri woman who was the victim of her mother's rampant Munchausen by proxy syndrome for many years. She was forced to pretend she suffered from leukemia and MS until Blanchard convinced her online boyfriend to kill her mom in 2015. In exchange for pleading guilty in 2016, Blanchard received 10 years in prison. She was released early. I think she served about 85% of her sentence. Her former boyfriend, Nicholas Godijohn, remains behind bars, serving a life sentence for that murder, even though it seems the mother was the real monster here. And Blanchard also says she talked him into it. Now, interestingly, uh, the boyfriend's attorney claims the young man is autistic, and was manipulated by Blanchard. Blanchard became well-known in true crime circles after being featured in TV miniseries. I'm sure you've seen some of them. Uh, During the time she was in her mother's care, Blanchard was forced to use a feeding tube she didn't need. Her mother also used community support for her sick daughter to get tickets to places like Disney and a free home. By the time of the murder, Blanchard was unaware of how old she really was. Police records noted her age as 19 before they learned she was actually 23. So Blanchard's now free. She was able to celebrate New Year's Eve with her husband on a strange, strange case. Uh, Remember Martha Moxley. This is that that story that won't go away. It's a murder in Connecticut um, based on the book Murder in in Greenwich, right, by... uh, that uh, cop from the OJ case. Uh, it, um, it's, it's one of those murders that happens in like a quiet community of mansions and rich people and place this stuff is never supposed to happen. And um, it's still technically unsolved, even though, is it? Uh, here, here's, here's why it's in the news. This week, Michael Skakel filed lawsuits against the lead detective in the town of Greenwich, Connecticut, alleging malicious prosecution, according to CNN. Skakel served 11 years in prison for the murder of 15-year-old Martha Moxley before being released on bail during an appeal that found his lawyer had not adequately represented him during the first trial. He uh, He was freed in 2018, and the state says that they will not attempt to retry him. So that case is kind of like stagnant. And the case has always been a mess, by the way. Skakel is the nephew of Robert F. Kennedy. And many believe the family's connections to the Kennedys helped him avoid prosecution for decades. Moxley was beaten to death in 1975. It's a very old case. Coming up on 50 years, in fact. The murder weapon was likely a golf club that was found nearby. Now, the night that Martha Moxley was murdered, she was seen partying with Skakel and his older brother within the gated community where they lived. Now, in a recording for a potential book, Skakel said he had spied on Moxley from a tree outside her window while masturbating the night of her murder. Moxley's body was found under that same tree the next morning. Now, Skakel was 15 years old at the time of the crime. 
and later two of Skakel's classmates claimed that they heard him confess to the murder. Uh, part of Skakel's lawsuits involve those audio tapes where he's talking about being in the tree, right? Uh, now, Skakel says they were misrepresented by, those tapes were misrepresented by prosecutors at trial. Now, apparently the detective who confiscated the tapes never had proper subpoenas to do so. And now, of course, the police claim the tapes have been lost. So uh, expect to hear more about those lawsuits in the weeks to come. Theo Langyell, for, uh, founding member of the band Mr. Bungle, was arrested this week and charged with the murder of his girlfriend, Alice Herman, according to Fox News. Herman was last seen on December 3rd, and her family reported her missing December 12th. Police found her car parked in front of Yang, uh, I'm sorry, Langyell's house, and when they went to talk to him, he refused to cooperate. A body matching Herman's description was found in a California park just before Langyell was arrested. Now, Langyell uh, played, he, he played the sax in this experimental band from the 80s called Mr. Bungle. And uh, they uh, produced such hits as Goodbye Sober Day and Anarchy Up Your Anus. So, kind of an open and shut case there. But anyways... The guy from Mr. Bungle's going away. Interesting news out of Michigan this week, where a serial killer has confessed to his murders days before dying of lung cancer, according to The Independent. Gary Artman was a truck driver who was convicted in the 1996 murder of Sharon Hammock. He was also linked to the 2006 murder of 24-year-old Dusty Shook by DNA. He was serving life in prison without the possibility of parole when he started getting sick. Now, those two women were among 17 women who were found dead or went missing in and around Grand Rapids area between 1993 and 1996, and police have long suspected a serial killer was responsible for those crimes. Late last year, uh, Artman slipped into a coma and was expected to die, but then he woke up. He was in a coma for, I think, several weeks and then suddenly woke up. And when he woke up, he started admitting to other crimes before finally passing away on December 28th. In total, he admitted to murdering 11 women, 10 of which occurred in Grand Rapids. He admitted to being the serial killer they were looking for. Now I have to wonder, what the hell did he see when he was in that coma to make him confess when he woke up? Very interesting story. Let's jump over to weird news. Kaylee Anthony's grandfather's in the news this week. Um, someone over at the Lifetime Network convinced Casey Anthony's parents to take uh, lie detector tests. The results aired last night as a Lifetime special called Casey Anthony's Parents, The Lie Detector Test. So if you're waiting to see if the media would cover true crime more responsibly in 2024, the answer is no. No, they will not. Over to pop culture. Uh, the trailer for the new Netflix documentary true crime series American Nightmare dropped this week. This is a three-part documentary that premieres January 17th, and this actually looks pretty good. The series is about the stranger-than-fiction case of Denise Huskins, who claimed to have been kidnapped from her home in Huntington Beach, California, and kept for days before her captor dropped her off by her house. 
The police, the police were immediately suspicious of Huskins and her boyfriend, Aaron Quinn, who didn't call 911 until the next day, when he told investigators that men in wetsuits entered the home and tased them before taking his girlfriend. Police and Nancy Grace suggested this was a real-life gone girl, where Huskins had only pretended to be kidnapped. I mean, have you ever heard of a kidnapper dropping off the uh, victim at their home afterwards, completely unharmed? It's a little strange. Uh, spoiler alert, the police were totally wrong. And the story is stranger than you can imagine. Definitely check this one out. Um, over to books. There's a new book out by my buddy Billy Jensen, and it's a must-read. Uh, check it out. It's called Killers Admits Killers. Here's the write-up. In Chase Darkness with me, readers and listeners learn Billy Jensen's journalist origin story, his struggles, his call to adventure, and his success in solving murders. In Killers Amidst Killers, readers will ride shotgun with Jensen as he takes on serial killers who are walking among us and planning their next moves in real time. The facts are not in old police reports and faded photos. They unfold behind our eyes, uh, I'm sorry, before our eyes on the page. Our story begins in 2017 when two young women, best friends, Danielle and Lindsay, go missing in Columbus, Ohio within weeks of each other. Their bodies are, are found soon afterwards. As Jensen investigates Danielle and Lindsay's cases, he comes across other missing and murdered women, and before long, he uncovers 18 of them, all unsolved, and no one was talking about it. These are not women who were raised in the street. They got hooked on pills. The pills were taken away. Then they got hooked on heroin. And when the money is gone, they have to sell themselves. It happens very quick. Throughout his investigations, with the help of experts, Jensen identifies serial killers in Cleveland and Columbus. Why there? Because it's easy. Sharks go where the swimmers are. That is what happens at Danielle and Lindsay, but serial killers murdering sex workers in the 20th century will get 45 seconds on the news and then disappear in the wind. Jensen, Jensen hunts these predators to bring peace to the victim's suffering families while putting a spotlight on a system that is leaving hundreds of thousands of bodies in its wake. All right, that's the show for tonight, and uh, it is the weekend, so go out and celebrate. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, the godfather of Cleveland Radio, that means we got to, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.